Good afternoon. I'm Tim Swindle, director of the University of Arizona's Lunar and Planetary Laboratory, and this is Arizona Science. Joining me today is Vic Baker, a professor of hydrology and atmospheric sciences at the University of Arizona. Welcome, Vic. Glad to be here. One of the things that you work on is flooding in the Southwest and the history of flooding here. Well, my long-term interest is uh, studying how floods of the past inform us in regard to flood hazards. Uh, and I'm particularly interested in the largest floods, the, the most extreme floods. These have sometimes been called uh, black swans because they're like uh, the discovery of something so different that uh, people are unprepared for them. So what is the biggest flood that Tucson has had in the last 100 years? A flood that I studied extensively in a report for the National Academy of Sciences was the 1983 flood, which was the result of a remnants of a tropical storm from which the moisture was focused up into southern Arizona. And this uh, flooding was uh, very important for Tucson because at that time, uh, the stream channels were in a more natural state. And as a result of that flooding, uh, a considerable amount of money was built to put in stabilization of banks of streams in Tucson. It, it, this was done with soil cement. It was done largely along the Santa Cruz River and along the Rito at a cost then of about a million dollars a mile. Uh, currently, those stream channels are now filling in with sediment. And if, if one goes out to look at them, they have a considerable amount of vegetation. So if a f flood that size were to occur now, the water would spill out of the banks and inundate hundreds of buildings. How can you find what the biggest flood in the past was in Tucson, say? Well, the larger the flood and the more uh, energetic the more likely it is to leave evidence of its occurrence. So we can study uh, sedimentary deposits. We can study effects of past erosion. We can also study historical records. Uh, there are actually photographs of past floods that can be utilized to tell us the nature of the flood hazard. Unfortunately, most of the way the floods are communicated is through procedures that are standardized by engineers to uh, promote uh, the flood insurance program, which is basically an actuarial kind of thing where people figure out how much money should be put into flood insurance. Now, the 1983 flood, that was, as you said, from a, the remnants of a tropical storm. So that was not the kind of flash flood that we sometimes see with the monsoon. Are the biggest floods in Tucson typically the winter rain sort of or tropical storm flood, or are they more the flash floods? Well, Tucson is very interesting because it has floods that are created by a diversity of processes. Uh, thunderstorm floods, which occurred during the monsoon period, are very intense but over small areas. So they produce flooding on small drainage basins. And Tucson, of course, has many of these. It's been urbanized, so many of these small basins have been covered with uh, asphalt and the like. So the runoff occurs very rapidly. So one can see local flooding. Now, winter storms may be of the frontal type, and they cover larger areas, and, and they can produce precipitation over a longer period of time. 
They are generative of, of big winter floods where the Rito or Santa Cruz may flow for weeks at a time. The tropical storms are kind of like a combination. They cover a big area and they may last for several days. Uh, they are rare that they will migrate moisture into southern Arizona, but when they do, it is very, very impressive. So I've seen that they have been clearing out a lot of the vegetation along the Rito. Uh, is that going to change what happens with the flooding? Well, of course. The, when that soil cement was put in, it was in order to have a channel of a certain size that existed at the time they put it in. But as I said, the vegetation traps sediment, the sediment builds up, and so the capacity of that channel decreases. So the only way to have it effective against uh, a large flood is to clear all of that material out, including all the vegetation, its habitat for birds, everything else that's developed over the past several decades since 1983. This is Tim Swindle, and this has been Arizona Science. You can also listen to this and other Arizona Science segments by going to the Arizona Public Media website at azpm.org.